Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. We are just a few days into the new year, so people are probably still pretty dedicated to their weight loss journey. If this is the first few days for you, uh, hopefully it's going well. I don't like to go full force into diets. I think that I sabotage myself. Like you are still doing intermittent fasting. It just works with my life. It's it's easier for me. So I don't eat past 8 p.m. Yeah. I don't take any calories in. Like I'll drink a lot of water and stuff like that. But then I just, I, I get done with the show and I go work out. And as long as I don't eat before noon, that's my thing. So that'll give me. I offered me- you one little bite of a beef jerky yesterday yeah. and your face was like you wanted it. Of course, yeah. I mean, I'd like but, to, but it, it, it's just so, it works so well because I'm in the studio all morning, so I don't really have any temptations for food. And then if I can go straight to the gym, mm-hmm. then it, the theory is you will work off the harmful stuff and like the fat off your body for energy while I'm getting in my, my weightlifting and my, my running, my workout. Yeah. And then that's 16 hours for me. So I can do, if I don't eat past 8 p.m., I'll tell you this much, over Christmas break, when we were in Colorado, I was always the first one up. Mm-hmm. And we, in the house that we were verboing, we had everything from, uh, like, uh, pancakes to bagels and stuff like that. And the one morning I got up and I had a bagel with cream cheese at 7.30 with a cup of coffee. You felt like trash? I felt horrible mm. until about 1 or 2 in the afternoon. My body's gotten so used to this. It just works. It's convenient. Yeah. Well, I was looking up just some of the details for the keto diet. We had a coworker go on that, and she almost fainted one day because she was going into ketosis. Like, she was, like, her body was shutting down, and you lack nutrients. You can can develop kidney stones if you go through this. But then I was looking at some of the foods that they request that you eat, like fish, seafood, meat, poultry, non-starchy vegetables. You know me and avocados. I could have an avocado an hour. So I feel like I could probably do this. The diet. hardest part about this is that these are uh, these are foods that take some preparation. You know what I mean? Like you got to prepare fish. It's it's yeah. easy. It's it, junk food is easy because it's quick. You know what I mean? Like you can just grab a bagel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And toast it up real quick. Fish you got to actually prepare and stuff. So hmm. have you ever have you ever been on a diet that you were like, yes, this was the jam. This worked really really well so for me. It worked well, but I was miserable. It was that cranberry concentrate that's a that's a, it was a cleanse cleanse right but it was incredible you were so brutal. i was very mean mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was like i was mean with a flat tummy so everyone wins and i loved the results from it would i do it all the time no that was that i'm was not rough. changing anything but i did start adding more creatine to my uh, my work, my supplements now. Yeah. I started increasing that because I want to get some swell. I'm getting old enough now where it's hard to put on muscle at my age. Yeah. So I'm working really, really hard to put on as much muscle as I can before I get to that age where it just starts looking weird and hangs off you. Diane and Davis and Joanne all started the keto diet on the first, going well. I started the uh, mini grown gummies diet, uh, thanks to your sister. Now, speak, speaking of keto, explain this a little bit, Jasmine, will you? It's literally just cutting out all your carbs except like 20, um, 20 grams a day. Okay. That's all you're allowed. Mm. And you don't eat sugar mm. and you don't eat fruit. It's a horrible diet. It works. 
but it's horrible. It sounds... You can have some fruit. It says you can have berries, but you can't have... Anything sugary. Yeah. Uh, and that's what... fine. That's... You know what I think works? I see these commercials all the time with uh, Rob Lowe on them. The Atkins diet, is that that's still a thing. They have a, a product yeah. line. Now, that dude uh, took the dirt nap a few years ago, and everybody's knock on him was that he was only, I think, in his 70s when he died. Who? The Atkins guy. The, oh, the Atkins the, guy. Yeah, like, not Rob uh, Lowe. Rob Lowe's still No, uh, but I think that that's the same concept as far as the thoughts of uh, low sugar, low carb, right? Yeah. The, the thing with keto, and God bless you if you're doing it, but I don't personally know a single single person that did it and was able to stick to it and right. keep it off. It yeah. seemed like they had, and, and a lot of people probably actually put weight on after they got off it. Like you, you saw a tremendous amount of weight loss and fat loss, but then when you quit doing that diet, it came back and then some yeah. with a lot of people. Mm. I feel like I don't ever choose bad snacks anyway. Uh, maybe I used to like a decade ago, but I eat really healthy I feel. What have you had so far today? I had a couple pretzels. But I'm looking at my apple over there. Apple's okay. I hate saltines. Derek has saltines over there. I I don't know why you keep food near you if you don't want to eat it. I love eating food. I wouldn't not want to eat. I love food. I work out to eat. That is my diet. Are you doing something right now? And it's it's been pretty successful. Now, I guess it, we're only a few days into the new year, so you really don't know. Unless you feel better. You woke up this morning, you're like, hey, I feel 100 times better. Yeah. That's fine. There is a, a little bit of a detox when it comes to the sugar and the carbs and stuff like that. And you get some headaches. A lot of people will jump off soda for the beginning of the year. And you'll be like. I hear with keto for girls, like it's not good for. Your private parts? Yeah. What do you mean? I'm just saying. Are you saying the health of your private parts or all, there is all around everything an odor all around everything like it's not it dries you out. It's not like you become dehydrated below your belt. I don't, don't shoot the messenger. I don't. But think I know a few women that have done keto up. and that's what I'm saying. Hold up. Can you confirm on National Keto Day if your lady area is not 100? I don't think we're going to get a And I can't put that in my Google. I don't think we're going to. Yes, you can. Why not? Does the keto diet make you not as, uh, boy, I feel like I'm I'm writing the real word. I'm writing the the medical word. I don't think so. Um, Yes. And and tomatoes. Don't eat too many tomatoes. Tomatoes make your lady thing? The more you know. I wish we had the NBC bell because. I am full of knowledge. Real quick, ladies, if you, if you've gone on the keto diet, is this true? Are your are your lady things? Please just Google what I googled, and it says it right there at the top. Keto crotch. <laughs> it is. It's they actually have a term for it, keto crotch. And it's only so, for the ladies. Like the guy, the there's, there's no, no no repercussions for the dudes. Well, I could write for men. Let me see. No, no, we're good here. from Aunt Nora. With all of this snow, I've had a great excuse to get caught up on all my shows. The View, Jeopardy on the days that don't have Mayim Bialik, and <laughs> Love Without Borders. If I found someone from another country to fall in love with, it would be Italy. Insert Lady in the Tramp spaghetti gif. Joan comments below, I can't do any gluten anymore. Hashtag Miss Pasta. <sighs> that was another post from Cat's Aunt Nora.
Real Why does talk? she hate Mom B. Alex? So I asked her. I asked her if she was one of the people that signed the online change.org petition to get Mom B. Alex off the show. And she can't give me a straight answer. I like Mom B. Alex. I don't mind Ken Jennings is clearly better, but I like her a lot. These were things that were big in 2013, just 10 years ago, Kat. I want to know how you feel about them right now. Okay. Adult onesies. That was the year that they became a big deal. Oh, my God. I bought bought one for Christmas. I can't. I have to shut my eyes to avoid thinking about what I looked like. But I bought it, and I looked like a Charmin bear. Did you? (laughs) From behind, like up front, I looked so cute. And then I turned around, and I was like, goo, I got to take this off. Wear it outside the house at all? No No way. So adult onesies, no go. No, they are comfortable, though. You know what debuted in 2013, and you probably won't. Now, I'm trying to think back. In 2013, you were such a, you were an, what? Oppo- you were an opponent of social media. Remember how you would mock everyone for having a Facebook page, and now you're queen of Snapchat and Facebook. But in 2013, Vine Okay. Was released. So it was yeah. the short clips, right? Yeah. Which is pretty much what Snapchat kind of is right now. So I follow uh, Brittany Furlong, who is the wife of Tommy Lee, and she was like the queen of Vine. And so she always posts her old Vines. In 2013, we all became infatuated with goats screaming like humans. Remember yeah. that? Ah! That's a rabbit hole. That's a half a day's work. Four out of ten of us still, four out of ten of us still watch these videos if they pop up. They're funny. You'll watch a goat scream like a human being. Also, the Cronut debuted in a bakery in New York 10 years ago. Yeah, but isn't that from Wayne's World, the Cronut? Yeah, I think it was a made-up thing for that movie, but then they started actually making them. You know what I mean? What is it? A combination of croissant donut? Mm, Is that what it is? Yes, I don't even know what it is. But 40% of people on the East Coast still eat them. Hmm. Honey Boo Boo was all up oh in our God. business in 2013. 50% aren't fans anymore or never were. Her name, what's her real name? Alana. Alana but what, what a sad story. Alana Thompson. That's, so that's a we... really sad ending for that girl. Not ending because she's like, what, 17 She'll now? She'll turn 18 in August. And I'm like, her mom totally got addicted to drugs. Her dad got teeth and ran off with a new girl. She had to move in with her Teenage pumpkin, yeah. Teenage mom, sister. It was. It, it. She's been through a lot. Not in pageants anymore. She was fun though, right? She was funny. She, yeah. she was a fun girl. Now, this one's gonna blow your mind because you haven't heard this song in forever. But for some reason, this song captivated us ten years ago. How do you feel about this right now? This was one of my favorite songs. Shut up. This is such a knuckle dragger thing. Dog goes woo, cat goes meow. Of course, this Bird would be one of your favorites. Tweet and it's so fun. Green. It's just so Cow ridiculous. Goes moo, frog goes crow. And you knew all the answers. So what do you Dog say quack. And fish go blow. <laughs> and blue <Bloop>. sea goes <laughs> ow, ow, ow. <laughs> I love you know this. No one knows. Oh. We're hearing that. Pump it up. It was what 10 years ago. <laughs> now, we went to a friend's house and they invited, it was like our, our sports family, our basketball family right now. And we 
gathered around the table and we brought up all of the board games and started playing cards. And there was a, a game that we were playing where you had to say your your opinion to the question that is on the card and see if it would match up with your team members. Okay. And the question was, if you were raising a child for six years, found out that they were swapped at birth, it's not your biological child, would you swap them back? Everyone's like, no, you've already made a bond. You've already raised that child. Yeah, that's where and- I'm at. I think I would have been like, no, I, this is a... I, I would look at it as like an adoptive situation or if you're coming in like as a step parent, like that, that's now your child, right? You're helping to raise them and mold them, but you're not into this. I said I would swap, but I also had a scenario to go along with it because I saw the faces judging me and I was like, I would swap, but I would move to where I swapped the child. So I lived right next door or in that town so I could still maintain a bond with that child, Derek's like, you are insane. That's, uh, I think that's. I don't know why I felt like that, but it was like, obviously, this is part of you, your DNA. You made mm. that child. And it. Are I you. Hate, I don't know, man. I think you can be a parent without having a DNA connection. How? Oh, absolutely. You can. Of course you can. But I'm just saying I would want to. That's a heavy investment. I Listen, if this was two years old. I would be more likely to go back to the the DNA kid. Yeah. Because six six years is a lot of time invested. A friend of mine said that her 10-year-old son said to her in the car, depends on how well-behaved my six-year-old is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is logical if you have a, uh, a good son situation like, going little on. Little kids at two years old haven't done really anything yet. You know what I mean? Like, they're just starting to figure anything out. They're just kind of dumb little blobs of you know, flesh. I guess. But can't but, you just kind of see the future in some No, way? not at all. Yes, you can't crystal ball that. Now, it's six. You got a pretty good understanding of where your kid might be headed. I can't even imagine a situation like that. I mean, how often does it even happen? No, hold on. Speaking of that, Carrie, are you telling me this? You have experience with this? This actually happened to my family. It was actually my sister. No um, way. Was it you? No, 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 no. It was my sister when she was four. It was a pretty crazy, crazy, crazy time. Um, oh my yeah, god! So she was, she was swapped. Out at birth, and then you guys found out when she was four years old that she was not like a biological sibling. Yeah, my parents. We found out when she was four, but my parents had you know already connected too much, and yeah, they decided not to um, not to do anything about it. But oh my parents, god, you know, they got in touch with the other family. They knew, you know, they stayed in touch, but um, everyone was happy with the kid they had. That is. Crazy. How is that even legal? So, like, is there legal repercussions to something like this? I bet. Did your parents get a settlement? I'd be like, give me that money, honey. Well, no. The parents dealt with the other parents, and they they agreed. I mean, we we know the other person. I mean, we're all adults now, but yeah, our parents are deceased. But I think it turned out for the best. Actually, it's kind of weird. It turned out for the best. I mean, that is you know, just really close. That's one for the books. Like normally we'll go, you know, year end. Think about the people that we've talked to. I will remember this forever. That's this I crazy. Just, I don't even know where to start. This is so silly. But they never swapped back. Wow. You took a tremendous fall yesterday as you were walking in the snow. Is there lingering effects of that today? You woke up sore. You're hurting. You're limping. What's the deal? No, it wasn't like going down and expecting a broken back. It was so slow and dramatic (laughs) that I was like almost in the splits 
and then I fell on my butt and I was like, I don't need snow pants for this walk. It's warm out, warmer than I expected. And so I was soaked. My neighbors have a pretty decent pitch to their driveway. And I was coming down with a snowblower and hit a little ice and did a whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where my feet went whoop, whoop, <laughs> and I held on to both the handles of the snowblower. Yeah. And I kind of caught myself and I was like, all right. And nothing hurt until last night. Mm. It was about 730. And my wife and I are just kind of sitting on the couch watching TV a little bit. And I decided I'm going to lay on the floor and just kind of like try and stretch my lower back a little bit. Do that. Yeah. And everything's fine till I get up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. So I had completely pulled whatever muscle goes from, like, your lower back all the way through your ass cheek and down your leg. Yeah. Like, it is, I'm like the tin man walking around right now trying to, and I just, I noticed it when I shifted cheeks during that song on the chair. I went, ooh, there's soreness. There it is. Right yeah. there. So, I think uh, with this weather, it's just cautiousness is the best route to take. Okay, so I was leaving the alley yesterday. I turn to get on the sidewalk and... You know, you think about if I had only wait, if I had gone to get a drink of water or whatever and put myself behind even a couple of seconds, this wouldn't have happened to me. But from the roof, like, did that happen to you? No, but I saw a guy, the whole thing come down. Like he was out shoveling right down the same spot, yeah. like just down towards our parking lot. He was out shoveling the sidewalk as a good business owner mm-hmm. and he got close to the uh, the roof line yeah. and the whole thing came down on him and he was in like a button-up shirt and tie. Poor and guy. And the whole thing. I mean, it was a bucket full of snow, and he just stood there, and it, you could tell he was just mortified. It felt like I was at a Nickelodeon slime show where they slime you from above, and I just stood there, and I looked <laughs> straight ahead. <laughs> I can't even imagine what people, if they were looking out their business window, but I just, like, stared right ahead and then just kept walking. My head was covered in snow. I had my hoodie on yesterday, so that was filled with snow and then it melted on the car ride home. I was like, I just need to go. If you're getting up, how is Chrissy doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? Great. Thank you. What are you up to? I'm at work. You're already at work. Oh yeah. All right. I appreciate you trying to win some money on the radio on the company dime. I'm going to give you our only on air guest today. Nobody's even come close so far. And and then I'm going to turn it over to texting. So Chrissy, I want you to think about wasting time in your life and the average human being will waste 26 minutes per day doing this. Mm. All right, so 26 minutes per day, you, if you're average, will waste doing what? You get one guess. Um, Flipping the channel on the TV looking for something to watch. Oh, that is a waste of time. Cat, Um, what would you guess? I'm going to say going to the bathroom. Going to the bathroom is the biggest disruption in my life, you know, like... Sometimes I think we could only wear diapers all the time, but then that would be a mess and people would talk about you behind how your much, back. Uh, Chrissy, how much time do you think you spend in the bathroom a day? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, quite a bit, actually. Are you talking hours? No. No, I don't think hours, but I mean, if you go every hour, how many times is that? You yeah. go every hour? Well, not always, you know. Kat, how much do you think you spend? Um, I probably spend, I go every other hour, but lately I've been drinking so much that it's just such a, it's like an annoyance, you know? I'm in a groove getting stuff done, and then I'm like, ah. So real quick, just tally up the minutes you spend in the bathroom a day, whether it's here, at home, at a gas station. I don't know, 45. (laughs) No way. Total, yeah. 45 minutes a day you spend on the toilet. Yes. Chrissy, is that accurate? At least. At least. (laughs) 
Are you guys blowing his mind? This is crazy. No, I think it's different because guys are built differently. So we can walk in. We can cut a quick whiz. We can walk out after washing our hands. It's a two. I can do it in a two minute song. No problem. Hey, you now that can stand and go anywhere you want. Now that we have someone else on the phone, I want her to weigh in on what's waiting for you at home. He and his wife have two boxes in their bathroom. They're going to do the cola guard. Would you trust that process or would you trust an actual colonoscopy as, as a human? Um, probably colonoscopy. Yes, because they go up there, they see the polyps. I don't know if they can. The polyps will, if there's, if there's cells from the polyps, you don't know everything. They catch things. They catch right. lesions. Lesions can uh, turn into ulcers. They catch ulcers. They they can't always catch that. Why are you pooping from the on my poop? <laughs> I'm trying to keep you safe, and I want to videotape it. For the first time in my life, I'm being encouraged to poop in a box and not light it on fire. He's been waiting his whole life for this. Uh, so I'm sorry, Chrissy. It's not the uh, the bathroom, but I hope you have a good day. Fun conversation this morning. So $100 trivia this morning. 26 minutes a day the average human will waste on what? Some really interesting text message uh, guesses. Stoplights? No. Uh, the checkout line at the store, no. Chris says relaxing. You know what? You normally don't take enough time to relax. Yeah, that's not right either. Driving? Nope. Did you say scrolling? Yeah, no. Scrolling through Looking media. through the refrigerator? No, none of these are right. Getting dressed? Nope. What is it? Falling asleep. Oh, we take too long falling asleep. Derek, can I've always been so jealous of his ability to lay down and write as his face meets the fabric of his pillow, he's out. I can't do that. I lay there. I say my prayers. I think about my day. What do I have to do the next day? And then before you know it, you're asleep. So getting a good routine is obviously is, is key. Yeah. My in-laws for Christmas, have you heard of the hatch system? No. So it's a, it's like a nightlight, but then it's got sounds. So here's the theory. You develop a bedtime routine Mm -hmm. and when you're ready to actually Go to sleep. You hit this button, and it has a melody of sounds. You could do rain, or you could do you know like forest sounds or Native whatever. Flute? Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. That's in there. Uh, and then you go to sleep, but in the morning it wakes you up, not with like a jolt, like an alarm clock or your phone alarm. What it does is it wakes you up with a light mm-hmm. that gradually gets a little bit brighter. Yeah, and then some flute sounds. That gradually get louder until you wake up. So you wake up a little less snappy. Yeah. And this was the first, last night was the first time I really put it to test. Uh, and I went to sleep quicker. I guarantee I know I know I went to sleep quicker. As soon as the uh, the sound started going, the chirping and the like I have a forest sound, I knew I was out like a light. And then when I woke up this morning, it I didn't feel like I jam. I, I don't sit up and turn my alarm off so it doesn't wake my wife. Mm-hmm. It was just a little bit more gradual. But the thing is, I think it's like $120. Really? Yeah. Wow. My in-laws got a funny because they uh, uh. see how quickly my body is deteriorating. <laughs> we got Kat and JJ in the playhouse. I know we don't work from home. How many people do you know that actually are working from home, though? Like, their their job has now permanently moved to home. Well, I guess I know your wife. Yeah. And my friend Amanda works mostly from home. She does have to travel every now and then. My friend Dana Works from home. Would any of these people that. quit their job if they were required to start coming in five days a week, eight hours a day today? Um, I don't know what I don't financially probably not. They'd probably go, but start looking. They wouldn't like it. Yeah, they'd yeah. start looking. I I agree. I think I think my wife. I mean, she wouldn't quit, 
But man, I think it would put, but almost half of the people that are working at home right now, the new survey says, mm-hmm. almost half the people, if your boss, as of the first of the year, said you have to start coming into work five days a week, eight hours a day, they would quit. Yeah. Quit. Listen, if I had a job on this side of the building in sales and I could work from home and have a routine where I could wake up and maybe get on the treadmill and make some calls and watch a Dr. Phil and drink some coffee, I would do that. This, however, when you have to have this combination of yeah, ours amazing, is going to be difficult, right? I feel like you have to be in the same room. People as got so used to not going to work, and that home life balance yeah. is such a good thing. I think so many more people are probably having better lives because they don't have to go into an office. If you can still accomplish your job and get your tasks done, and I think for the people that have younger kids and you could stay home and yeah. still do your job. That really saved a lot of families uh, from financial ruin because daycare is so expensive. Well, think so, about just two hours late. Right. You know what I mean? Like how flexible you can be with a two-hour late start or if you got to get your kids for or for whatever reason. Yeah. If you can get your job done inside that work week and it doesn't necessarily have to be eight hours a day inside a building, mm-hmm. like you have a better work-life balance. But I was really surprised that half people, half of the people said that today, if your boss said you now have to start coming in five days a week, eight hours a day, they'd quit their job. Yeah. That's bananas. As you look back, uh, and I know you hold your finances pretty tight. You check your credit card statements, your bank statements every morning. Yep. What do you waste the most money on? Wasted. I would say, like, produce. And that's throw away a lot of food? I buy too much. I have these grandiose plans of making these meals every single night, like June Cleaver. Mm. And then life happens and basketball happens. And just sometimes that then they, we had this thing where we found out sadly the hard way, our top level of our fridge. If you block a certain vent, like I had all of our drinks up there, it didn't allow it to equally distribute throughout the fridge. And so our crisper drawers, like I would open and a whole package of romaine lettuce would be ice Complete oh, ice. Oh, they'd freeze. So when I moved all of that, then we have equal air distribution. Gotcha. So, so food. You wasted food. the most money in 2022 on food. I think so. The number one thing for Americans was gym memberships. Yeah, because you start and then you just don't go back. And then it's taking it out every single month. Every month, I think you like try to reset and you're like, I'm going to go back. You know, I, I had a crazy month. I'm going to go back. What's different for my know. wife and I is we get almost our entire membership reimbursed through her insurance as long as we go like 12 times a month. That would be something to check in on. So there's a motivation. I think a lot of insurances will do this. If you go to a gym, no matter what it is, uh, high level, regular level, whatever it is, you'll get at least some. I mean, we get, I think, probably close to between 75 and 90% of our gym membership kicked back to us every month. Wow. As long as we go 12 times a month. Okay. So I thought this would be kind of a fun, interesting question to ask real quick this morning. If you're keeping track of your finances, and so many people do, like you said, hit the reset button as of the first of the year, and you're committed to, uh, now there's apps. I mean, if you, do you use any of those apps that will go through your phone and tell you what is getting taken out every month? No. And then, because those are scary too. You find out that maybe you purchased like a movie on a plane Mm-hmm. And that there's something like a two or three dollar fee every month that comes out. Why would yeah. that even happen? It's ha- all, all sorts of things that are in your life take out a buck or two or three or four or five here or there. So I signed up 
I don't know if it was shoe dazzle or it was one of them where you get two pair of shoes a month. And I was doing it for like six months. Derek's like, you don't need any more shoes. And then so I'm like, okay, I'll cancel. They but I had, you? Yes. Yeah. Two, it was, yeah, it was like an extra $100 a month that I didn't see. My wife is the queen of this. She did the, what is it? What's the audio book? Is it ba- ba- not Babel? There's the, there's an audio book thing, right? She okay. said she just signed up. So I, like it'll come by. Some of them I'll get billed through Apple Pay on my phone. Yeah. And I go, I go Trish, I go, what are we doing? With, what's the $70 a month? She's like, well, I signed up for... Uh, a free, like an audiobook thing. Yeah. And I go, well, it's obviously not free. It's $70 a month. Oh, well, I guess I bought a couple of books while I was doing it. And now and I said, well, now I just build this again. Well, I, I discontinued in the right amount of time. I go, obviously you didn't. Yeah. And, and those things just kind of, I'm like, we're $150 into one book she's listened to. I think it's one when you get billed every six months that you don't notice. If it's every month, then you notice. But we did ABC Mouse when Liam was like four years old. You're still paying for it. And I totally forgot until last year. <laughs> Cut to $600. That's $600. Yeah. I was gassing up yesterday. Wanted to swap out cars with Derek. Wanted to stop up and get that, get a coffee for the morning. And I found myself waiting at the pump with my window cracked a little bit. The guy that was to the pump next to me, um, I was downwind from his pipe that he was smoking inside oh, of his car. Like an old school, like wooden pipe. It doesn't smell like cigarettes. It doesn't smell like tobacco. It's a. It brings me back to when I was four. My mom was going to college, getting her degree at St. Kate's. She was smoking a pipe? She smoked a pipe <laughs> every day. No. Her doctor, uh, one of her professors, Dr. Uh, Hannigan was his name. And she would roll me in in one of those collapsible strollers, you know. Oh, sure. The and, umbrella ones. Yeah. And she would introduce me to everyone. They have, oh, my God, she's just the most beautiful child we've ever seen. She's going to grow up to do big things. And <laughs> um, and I remember he would just puff, puff on this pipe. And that smell has stuck with me since I was four years old. Dang. So when I come in contact with it, I kind of take it in. I know you're not supposed you to have like to take a look and make sure it wasn't him. Heavy breath. No, he would be long gone by now. But oh. like. I'm like, oh, am I really inhaling large amounts of this pipe pipe smell? But it it was it was a good moment. I like smells like that that bring me back. What's a smell that immediately will bring you back? New York, glad to hear from you, man. Let's get to it. What's yours? This past uh, week, I uh, did some baking and stuff for New Year's. My birthday was January third, so I wanted to make something. Thank you. Uh, Just wanted to make something. So I made some pies and, and some fresh ground coffee beans and coffee and stuff, and it just brought me back Ooh. to when I was younger and, and my my grandmother on my dad's side, the Italian side, she would get up early in the morning and start cooking and baking. And it just reminded, reminded me of a time when things were just perfect and safe, and that smell just reminded me of family and, and, and just... Peace and comfort where, you know, when you're being hugged by your grandmother and you're just completely wrapped in safety and love and stuff like that. New York, that is so beautiful. I love that. It brought me back to a time where I I miss, but it's hopefully going to happen again soon sometime. There is a company, it's called Homesick Candle Company, and they will design a candle off your memory. Isn't that crazy? So if you if he wanted the early morning candle that smelled like ground coffee, 
he could get that. They would make that for him. I thought that that was such a cool concept. So what would yours be? What is a smell that brings you back? I'm so stumped on this. I think the the only smell that I really have that has like a genuine reaction is every year uh, in the winter, I'll take all the baseball gloves we have and rub them down with a certain type of oil. They would make that candle for you. And I remember my dad doing this with me as a little kid and we would take our gloves and then we put them in a plastic bag and when we had this ginormous like it was the size of it would eat up most of your basement uh-huh. the furnace that my parents had at their <laughs> first house and it was so hot next to the furnace so we take the gloves lube them up plastic bag tie it and leave it down in the furnace right next to the furnace for a month wow and then when he took them out of there they were just like a sock you know what i mean it was that pliable mm-hmm. so i think that smell would take me back i'm trying to think of others if you got one hit us up real quick the playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to bradshaw and brian law offices catch the live show weekdays from 5 30 to 9 on 1047 kcld now share this with a friend